Smash Africa. Keeping you company on five nights. 7 to 10 p.m. This is Music Heals with Stone Boy on five. Welcome to Five Nights. I'm your host, Smash Africa for the babies. You already know I got the one and only Stone Boy joining me for Music Heals. He just recently dropped therapy. Now, I spoke to Stone Boy in the height of COVID-19 level five here in South Africa. And, um, you know, it's 2022. Things are opening up. He's just joined the Def Jam family, Def Jam Africa, and he's got new music. Now, if we're talking about an artist who's doing really well for themselves in the globe and representing Africa well, Stone Boy is that guy. Welcome to the show, my brother. How you do? I'm fine. Thank you, my brother. Thanks for having me again. It's always beautiful. Now, this time around, um, you know, like last time we were talking about your album and going through a few records, your collaborators and so forth and so on. This time around, I want to focus our conversation on music healing because I understand you were called to make this music thing. You did not choose it. It chose you. So my first question is, when did that moment happen for you to realize that this is a gift from God and you are to fulfill it and give it to the people? All right. Um, I can tell you this way. That's a very good question. Um, growing up, I would actually do music. I'd actually get very attracted to anything, entertainment, anything that to make people feel good, anything that to make people laugh, anything that to make people happy in my, in my circle. You know, so I've been known for spreading such energies whenever I'm around. Okay, so I never detached myself from such a feeling because it eventually made me feel good as well. It healed me. If it heals people, that same, you know, power or that same spirit that I was very much, I am still very much attracted to, you know, also got me going. Um, But the point where I realized that this is what I was really called to do and I have to pay all attention to it by force, was when at a point in life, there was nothing else around me that I could focus on but music. Then I realized that everything had been passed out around me, you know, by divine as it should be. And all I have to do now is to focus on the music. This came to me when I was in, I was sitting in class one time. I was in college, Mm -hmm. you know, it was the first year. So when I sat in class, I actually was taken into a trance. So I envisioned what life is going to be after college, after university. Mm. And the only thing that came to mind was to focus on the music. So at that particular moment, I began to internally give it everything, mentally give it everything and focused on it because my environment was actually you know, encouraging of what I was doing at the time, even, mm. if, you know, as, as little as I would do or um, by showing my musical innate, the reception that I got was like, wow. They would even probably compare it to professional stuff that was out there already. So all that one gave me the indications that, okay, that was going to be the right, you know, move to make, mm. you know? Mm. I love that, man. And you know, you know what I also love back when you dial back to the moment for a scriptwriter listening to this interview, they can literally take us back and and yeah. paint this picture for you. 
Uh, when you speak yeah. about the trance uh, uh, moment and time, was there ever a fear in terms of this is going to work out or the the not knowing that it's in God's hands? Like, and I'm talking about like things that we impose on ourselves, you know? Yeah. So you are going through this out of body experience. Was there any negative energy around at that time that you can point at? At the time, considering the moment, what it was was struggles, mm. not really negative energies. The struggles were the negatives, if I can say so. But I know that struggles are not negatives anyway, are not necessarily negatives. Struggles are meant for you to go through them to take you to the next level. There's no next level without a, a struggle, you know. So those were what I had around me, you know. Um, it was really tough for me as a as a as a as a as a, as a child at the time. I mean, in quote, a child at the time because I had my medical. I was, you know, I had an accident that I was dealing with, so I had a need to take care of, um, you know. Because yeah. at the time I was the only one wearing trousers in the school where it was supposed to be shorts. You know how it is. I had mm. an issue, man. I was dealing with that. I just had an implant and all that. I've had an accident. I was also dealing with the fact that, you know, there was a sort of, um, um, you're being raised literally by your mom, who's not really financially very, very, you know, fit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the only child boy. You know, the thoughts in your mind, you're coming from the hood. You know, you have to make something out for them. So being in school at that moment was a thing that you have to go through. But you also know that, education is expensive <laughs> you know what i mean so mm, mm. gonna that stuff for you even after the levels that you are because look my story is deep and i'm sharing it to you the way i've got to because somebody's listening and will be inspired yeah you know and the reality is that um even in the school that i was in, in college my fees were paid by the insurance that i got off of the accident mm. Mm, listen to that. So, listen to that. You know <laughs> so, and I just remembered right now, sometimes you tend to be far away from it all, but this is my story. So right there in the school, you know that you're just passing through life anyway. So I'm a big God believer. That's why when I say beam, his blessed imperial majesty, giving thanks, his imperial majesty is the only creator of the world. He's been there from days and ancient of years. And when I say one God, God is not, I'm not trying to, you know, idolize myself in any way, but I'm a living proof of the presence of God being the only one. Yes. I love that. All right. So I've known that the journey was a calling from time because all I had, the only safe place that I could heal my life was, or had a very, you know, the only place that I could travel to, to feel good was when I was singing all these things. And that is why music heals, bro. Now, you have gone to release four successful albums. And now you have joined the Def Jam, Def Jam Africa, Def Jam family on this single. Like now, now this 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 is a massive mad deal. (laughs) (laughs) And this calling, you know what I mean? And having a conversation with you is a calling. I, I, I may have something to do with this, but in its entirety, I don't think I have 
so much to do with this. It has to be. That's why it is. And realizing that there is a calling would actually stand me on my feet to make sure I deliver my 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 quota of the African story. You know. That's so beautiful, Stone Boy. Bro, one thing about you, um, you travel the world and you represent Africa well. Um, and to, to a certain degree, that, that goes with uh, your foundation. Now, let's talk, about yeah. your, let's talk about your foundation and how that fueled your work ethic and how that fueled your creativity and how that is always like the hoverboard in your life, your foundation. Walk me through that journey, bro. Yeah, my foundation is the Livingston Foundation. And I've always known that, honestly speaking, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm grateful for where I am. And I know there's more room for improvement and there are definitely heights to achieve. But I also know that a lot of people look up to me, which is very honoring, which is very, you know, which is a responsibility that I have, I am, I have, I have willingly accepted. Therefore, you know, with the little that I have, I managed to make sure... I use my capacity from in, uh, within my dimensions or from all angles to be able to also do, you know, impact in other people's lives as well or give certain opportunities for people to also, you know, come through the door, mm. you know. So Livingston Foundation, my real name is Livingston, Livingston Foundation, actually started with the initiative of starting a community event, mm. which would, you know, light on the community and also give the opportunity for the artists and the community to give them a state, a platform to shine because everything only starts from home. Yeah. When you start to gain the home crowd, then that's good for you. So we started to do a shy man to the world in 2014. Yeah, in 2014, we did a shy man to the world, which was the first edition and it was crazy. You know, so we did 15 again and that is the event part of it. Yeah. So that's how I, you know, that's the event part of it. And it's grown to be the biggest outdoor single artist event here in Ghana, which was formed by the mentality of shining light on a community like, let's say, um, what the, um, uh, Hillbro. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Africa, the community like Hillbro. Imagine coming from a community like Hillbro and actually making sure that they are likable in the world where people now come in freely. And there's that stigma of that violence, stigma and all of that has been wiped away totally yeah. because somebody from there actually has made it so cool, you know, because there's a need to change the narrative. So that is the first call of my foundation, which, you know, it, 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 we moved. And then we secondly, we moved into having to cater for, um, I went back to my alma mater to support the fees of, students who are brilliant but cannot complete them because ideally as a, sometimes you know they are sent home when it's time for examinations and all these ones which is which which, which affects their education and interestingly i have been through all that mm -hmm. all the i've been through i've needed a platform i come from the hood i've been sent home for school fees numerous times these ones so i set myself up to also immediately you know support so we did that for quite a number of two two years and then we we um the government actually introduced a, a, a free education something which you know came to help as well so that the the, the 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 direction would have you know changed a little from the education bit but 
We are still doing educational stuff, whereby we have a project to undergo right now. It's quite um, financially extensive. Mm -hmm. So we are soliciting for funds and are partnering with other foundations, which we have the Dufour Foundation, who is um, the, one of the former governors of the you know, Bank of Ghana. He has a foundation which we have been able to successfully partner to actually build or renovate because it's um, um, a school in the Volta region mm -hmm. of Ghana, in another state of Ghana, but it's not far. It's, it's where I come from. That's my region. It's like my hometown. Mm -hmm. Not part the, the spot, but the, the region where I come from. The foundation is going to be you know, fixing that school stuff. So that's on the, on, the, on, the, on the educational level. So now on the medical levels, annually or from time to time, we also get into the places, these hospitals, and we're able to support their uh, medical bills as well. And guess what? I've also been through the hospital line. That's where right. It I'm, always comes back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> always, I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm involved in whatever I do. I've been in the hospital for six months one time where we could hardly afford to do my surgery on time. And that's how come it took me a very long time to get my surgery done after 13 years of the accident. You know, after 13 years, I was, was when I was able to actually raise my own money to be able to fix my own stuff. And mm -hmm. you can imagine, it was supposed to be fixed 13 years ago. So I'm a living proof of hardship. Mm -hmm. I'm a living proof of reality. So that's why I stand to also be a supporter of of, of, of of these things. Sometimes it does get overwhelming because, you know, people just want to, people do sometimes take advantage of, you know, you know, opportunities and want to be selfish. Yeah. So they keep knocking and want to keep taking and want to keep whatever it is, how they can get it. That's all they think about. So my Livingston Foundation, these are the things that we look into. You know what I mean? And the next one, the next event side is going to be on the 3rd of September, 5th of September, mm -hmm. which is going to be a, the biggest one also after COVID because we were not able to do the outdoor, you know, event after COVID. And this will be the, this should have been the ninth year, if not the something, if not the, the, the yeah, if not the eighth year, you know, but because of COVID. So we're hitting the streets and we are making that happen again. And also on the charity stuff, the Livingston Foundation actually has introduced skill training where during the COVID, we've been able to train, teach people some, you know, handy skills to be able to, to fend and do some things for themselves. Mm -hmm. And also we um, health screening and, you know, lead people onto the right medical situations and supply them what they need. So I've just been about the place, doing the most that I can to support people because I am one of those and the least of it is I've been through such situations and I'm still going through them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm just living my life for the for 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 the people basically. You know, I'm, and that's what and that's what heals them. I really love that. Um and you are a true vessel, my brother. Stoneboy, I, I said before we, we we came to part two, I want to talk about collaboration. Music heals, and you've uh, you've collaborated. Um, you've collaborated with a lot of artists, a lot of producers. You keep on collaborating, big names, small names, up and coming names. But to you, they're just human beings. What has been the secret for you to collaborate with everyone so effortlessly and release magic, bro, nonstop? 
I don't know how to go about this one right now. Like it's mm-hmm. you know like everybody like you're saying everybody has talents. Um, coming from the Bible perspective, what mm. God gave some three people in the Bible was what talent. Mm. God give anybody an occupation, like you're a doctor, you're mm. a make, you know. I think He gave them talent, and then your talent will be will show what you are. Mm. Your talent can make you a doctor. Your talent can make you, you know, uh, a carpenter. Your talent can make you a pilot. It's mm-hmm. talent. So, mm-hmm. Very right. Um, I see it as talent meeting talent, musical talent meeting musical talent, creative talent meeting creative talent, and merging together. That's how I see it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you try again. Because it's not every talent that can be compatible to another talent. But all talents are compatible to a talent. So, mm-hmm. you know, once you find the right one that you can compact with, the end result is healing. The end result is music. The end result is feeling, you know, good feeling from the music. So that's how I would describe being able to effortlessly measure with other people, other people being able to effortlessly measure with me. It's just because these are compatible with each other. Mm. In the day and age, I love that answer, by the way. It's so, like, to the point. I've had, like, a few artists, um, and and I'm talking about various artists, not only in music, answer that question. And it seems like everybody has their truth in it, and I just love how you answered that. Now, let's talk about about the journey of, of, of purpose in the day and age where getting the bag is the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) I love how you put it, in the day and age of just getting the bag. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, life is not all about getting the bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's 100% all about getting the bag and we want to live off that millennial code which is not even up to your century bro of getting the bag like just get them everything I'm, i just want to be specific if everything 100 percent of somebody's mentality is getting the bag they're gonna end up in the bag mm. if it's 100 percent your meditation to just keep getting the bag bro it's not gonna be too long you're going to end up in a bag. <laughs> Damn, that's cold, bro. Yeah, for real, bro. That's that's just how I can put it. I tell you, I don't know how else to say that. Because it cannot be 100%. I'm being specific of you just thinking about getting the bag. Mm. How about giving the love and getting the love back? Like life is more than just money. Yeah. Life is just is more than just paper. Life is more than just what you want to buy or what you want to own. Life is still also about the impacts you make, the lives you touch, the lives that touch you, the process between where you are and getting the bag in between. Like it's a combination of everything. So we just have to understand that this tree is 360 because if it's in this day and age, if it's all about getting the bag, we can see the high levels of depression the high levels of moral decadence, the high levels of everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that. it's all just because it's all about getting the bag. So for me as a young guy, 
who doesn't want the bag? Everybody wants the bag because if you get the bag, you can actually, for me, I can actually do the most that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I can actually get into my foundation and do greater and bigger things. I can actually continue to trust lives that I always do. I can also continue to be comfortable, take care of my family, take care of my, my, you know, who mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's not all about it. It's if, if it's not all 100% about just getting the bag. You don't get the bag like that. I love that, bro. And you don't even need to, you need to put it in a song, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, because definitely getting the bag is just the physical paper, but, yeah. you know, getting value is more than getting, it's just more than getting the bag. You have, if, 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 if you really want to get the bag, bro, get some value as well. That's it. How did how did that de- how did that um, Def Jam Africa Def Jam uh, deal come about? Were you looking for a deal? Were they looking for an artist? Um, was it just an organic thing? Yo, I, I'll just say it's, it was very it's just meant to be, mm-hmm. and it was organic as well. Mm-hmm. And time was just gonna tell when it happened, and it has. Mm-hmm. I think. The purpose of this happening is to continue to extend what I have been giving in terms of talent to the rest of the world, mm. representing Africa mm. and taking it further, representing the world. That, that's yeah. all I can say. To someone listening um, to this interview and wants to know what Stoneboy thinks about the future, what does the future look like for Stoneboy? <laughs> we pray, we pray for a better future. You know, mm. the, the like we always say, the future is determined by your present. Mm. You know, and the experience towards your future is determined by your past. So, we put together experiences from the past. And we know that we're going to do the right things in the present then we know the future is going to be right so with every opportunity given right now god bringing me into the you know def jam global family you can understand that there have been great icons in the family that i've just joined so what stops me from becoming one of those great very great icons that's what i know my future should be Mm. So I have to use my present to make sure that once I get there, many people have gotten there. It's not just about me. Mm-hmm. I come in one present a lot. So there's a need for me to, you know, continue to push. So my future definitely, considering my present, is a bright one. And I'm not going to relent because it's going to take a lot of hard work as well to continue to push. Because there's a saying that says, to begin is difficult. But to continue to go and maintain is much more difficult than you can understand. Bro, you just spoke truth into my life and I appreciate you. Thank you for the music. Thank you for your time. And hey, man, we need to set up that Ghana um, uh, 5th September, you say? That's when you're throwing it down. I need to come out there, okay? So I'm going to make sure I book my ticket at the end of the month so it's cheaper. Uh, Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. You're always welcome. That's crazy. You're always welcome. Yeah, so so I need need to come through and and celebrate you and and see you. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. You You have yourself a splendid day ahead, bro. One time. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.